Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome to another episode of the Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life. Today we have, mind introducing yourself? I'm Yasmin Andrade. Andrade, and then we also have a special guest co-host today. Go ahead. Gilbert Beater. I didn't, we'll say it one more time. That was one, one long name. Gilbert Beater? Yeah, it's Gilbert Beater. There you go. Gilbert Beater <laughs> yes. and Yasmin Andrade. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you for coming out, both of us, or both of you. <laughs> both of us. I know. Well, so, so you're a pro skimboarder. Yes. Okay, so uh, you know what that is? A pro skimboarder? I, I actually just saw it for the first time. Did I know. you? Website, yeah. right? Oh, nice. Yeah, so can you tell us what that, you know, what's a pro skimboarder? I mean, some. I don't think a lot of people know what skimboarding is, huh? Yeah, um, skimboarding is not as big of a... I guess of a sport, unfortunately, as like surfing. Anyone you say, oh, uh, I'm right. going surfing. You know what surfing is? Every, everyone does yeah. usually. But um, skimboarding basically is the same. It's wave riding, so it's a board that doesn't have any fins on the bottom. And you, instead of um, how you would paddle out and lay on a surfboard to catch a wave, um, you actually just take the skimboard from the shore towards the wave that's right. breaking like on shore and. Mm-hmm. Uh, throw it down, step on it, and slide out to the wave and ride it back in. Right. I've seen a f- uh, different people do it. Uh, I don't. They obviously weren't pros because all they do is they just do it along the shore. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And that's what most people, if if they if they even seen that's it, like that's all they flat think. Flatland. I guess we would call it okay. flatland skim. There's flatland skimboarding okay. and then there's like wave skimboarding because there's obviously places that have like lakes or even just areas where they're able to set up like they they put boxes and obstacles. And they use the skimboard in the same way that you would for a wave, but you are going up on like the the boxes and rails they set up, but yeah. still on water, you know, because they don't maybe they don't live by an ocean or whatever. So there's that, and then yeah, for you to learn, like usually beginners or just like a lot of tourists when they go to a beach, maybe like area, they'll buy the wooden skimboards that mm-hmm. are very thin, and you kind of can yeah. only really do so right. much with those like so temporary flimsy kind of thing yeah right? they're not made for riding yeah. the waves and yeah it's kind of scary especially in laguna if you like have never really if you're not familiar with wave riding at all or if even just being around big waves like that like mm-hmm. the waves in at aliso and then laguna beach are really big and like i i when i'm walking down to go for like a session and it's firing like i'll i'll be walking down with my board to the beach and um hear the thumps like and like you know everyone's out there and there's photographers and i'm going down and like i like start to shake like not shake uncontrollably but i get the, the i get like, kind of like the, the nerves oh, like okay. i don't know just because it's like it's pretty gnarly is the yeah. word i would use right. like that's, uh, yeah that's an industry term is it yeah gnarly, it's <laughs> gnarly. or dope or dope <laughs> right so then how'd you get started um in 2009 i was in high school and i lived in south florida where there aren't very big waves for surfing really and i loved surfing i've always kind of really treasured the everything about surfing like I would go um originally I was born in Brazil but I grew up in Florida and my dad moved back to Brazil um after um, a couple years and he I would go visit him like in the summer for a couple months and 
Rio, you know, the Janeiro is like beautiful and I'd go surf to the beach and be surf everyone would be surfing all my friends that I made there were surfing and I started to to try it out and it was just like something that I just something that I couldn't just pick up and do like every there, yeah it okay. was like it was a, it was a challenge for me and I really enjoyed that about it and I also enjoyed the lifestyle that it brought it brought like you know just the vibes of like ocean it's just very like calming to me and but at the same time you know surfing is um definitely an extreme sport so it was kind of a combination of like being in nature and in the water because i enjoy being in the water I've, i always kind of have and okay. being in south florida not being able to surf i saw that some of the kids at my um local beach were skimboarding and i was like hey let me try so i borrowed one of their boards and tried for the first time and i think i ate it pretty bad mm -hmm. and but um, I kept trying, and I eventually started to like be able to to ride it, and it was actually it was just like it, I don't know, there's something about it that made me feel like I just wanted to, I was like addicted to it, <laughs> so I just kept riding. So how many did it falling down? No, it was more like the fact that I wanted to surf, but I couldn't really because um, I didn't we didn't have much, really waves, and so it was like it was like the substitute for that. It was like the, the challenge. Yeah, it was just, it, there was just, I can't, I don't even really know how to explain it um, very well, just that I've, even before I ever surfed, I wanted to surf because I was just uh, attracted to must that the, lifestyle. Must and be that. the growing up in the Rio thing, right? That yeah. Whole next to the beach. Yeah, right. it just, I think maybe it was just some subconscious influence <laughs> of some sort, I don't know. How many, so how many uh, years have you been pro now? I turned pro in 2010. Okay. So um, I moved to California in 2011 after the fact, and it's the f 2010 was the first year they had the women's professional division because okay. skimboarding being such a small sport, there was not really um, a lot of women that did it. There were barely even any men really that did it or at least that it was known about it wasn't as it wasn't big enough for it to be like a, a, a global universal sport um so in the last couple of years i've noticed it's grown so much okay. and yeah so, so what, kind of, what kind of competitions are we talking for like as a pro like how many and where do you guys get to compete well because you're down in laguna beach right i live in downtown long beach oh downtown Long Beach. But, okay. it's not far from huntington beach yeah, yeah, yeah it's right yeah. next door um you ever go to huntington beach I do not as often because right. usually when I go to the beach I either well yeah I guess surfing would be fun at Huntington not really like by the pier when I think Huntington I think the pier and I think like that one time I went surfing at the pier and I was getting snaked by every single like guy out there and it was like dumping and I just did not have fun because um, I couldn't catch a wave like it was so crowded and I just like didn't have a good time but I also only went like once or mm -hmm. twice, you know. Yeah. They, sh they should actually have a lot of big waves there in Huntington. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. super fun. They have mm -hmm. the world uh, U.S. Right. Surf, surf. Is it so? Surf I mean, surf. yeah. So the yeah. the waves are kind of different. The ideal waves are different for skimboarding than for surfing, obviously, right? Um, you don't want yeah, huge no, waves, right? Well, the difference is that like surfing, you can paddle out to the waves as opposed to like it being shore break. So right. for skimboarding, you're um, sliding out to a wave, so you can only slide so far, you know. Yeah. So you have to, um, it has to be somewhat shore break right. as opposed to like waves that can break further out. If that makes okay. sense, that so you can catch, you know. So 
where where would uh, so your fans if they want to catch you uh, being a, you know out there? What, first of all, your Instagram's like mostly beach, right? You're always yeah. out the beach. What what beaches are you at? Where do you hang out at? I mainly skimboard in Laguna. That's okay. my favorite place to skim. Sometimes I'll go to San Diego, right. um, but that's kind of far from me, so mm-hmm. um, I don't find myself there as much. But Laguna Beach for sure, like Aliso Beach. My mm-hmm. favorite beach is Thousand Steps, which is okay. like called Tenth Street. Uh, it's it's off. It's like PCH Nine Street, but the beach the the beach to the right. Once you go down the stairs, it's Tenth Street and then Nine or sorry Nine Street and then Tenth Street is on the other side. They're like on the same beach, if that makes sense. So they have them all <coughs> all laid out. Yeah. Ninth, tenth. Yeah. Do uh, do mm-hmm. do skim? So there's obviously guys and girls that compete at the pro level. Yeah. Do guys that compete at, at skimboarding at the pro level are they like disrespected by surfers? You know, you can kind of see that how that might happen, right? Um, <laughs> is that like a big thing in the industry, or is like, or am I just starting something, creating something on my own right now for no reason? <laughs> no, um, just thinking about it. Yeah. I know there's a Brad. His name is Brad Domke. Mm-hmm. He is a skimboarder. He's a pro skimboarder, and he has been going out to like massive waves surf waves like where he literally either is paddling into them how you would when you're surfing which Mm -hmm. is not this like usually skimboarding you run to to the wave but he's actually been going to like really really big waves where like you can't really run to them how you would normally and he either gets towed in or i think yeah he like paddles into them but without fins which is really hard because the fins is what gives you that stability on a surfboard to be able to like paddle and stand up and catch otherwise like without fins it's basically like slippy like it's slip slippery and like like really difficult and you're you don't have as much control so he he's been going to like waves in i think mexico and literally surfing them with the skimboard which is takes a lot of control and i would say talent like i i'm blown away by it because it's it like really big waves like that i i would never i would never i don't think at least unless i was like getting towed in Mm -hmm. and had like 50 floaties on me and like i don't know (laughs) i don't even know what i would if i would do it but he's insane like at the wedge in newport there's definitely um, that rival- rivalry yeah. between like the bodyboarders because sure. they have they kind of catch the same kind of waves and yeah. they catch them in the same way. There's a cider wave there that you catch to get onto the bigger waves and skimboarders have to ride that as well. I think and the bodyboarders will drop in, but that's just with anything like with surfing, bodyboarding, skimboarding. Like if everyone wants to catch the wave, so at the end of the day, like it's just about showing respect and being considerate. You know, if you see someone is on the wave already and you drop in on them, then that's like not cool regardless of what you're riding. So it's just a matter of like common sense, I think is what it boils down to. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think, uh, so like skimboarding, uh, there's definitely like rivalry between bodyboards and you know, surfers, you know, out there, but I don't, you know, yeah, it seems I think like it's with every, every kind of sport that yeah, I, shares honestly, things, they kind I, of have to find their balance, right? There's all, you're always going to yeah. find a negative and a positive if you yeah. look for it. I don't really focus on those things. So I, I know that exists and I don't have a problem with it personally. And okay. so, so no girl, no, and, no surfer girl has like come in and like try to start. No, something no, no. I think every girl that I've ever met that either yeah. bodyboards or surfs is like, we all like support. I, I'm supportive and they yeah. are supportive of me because we um, enjoy the same, the same thing waves, which is waves, the, ocean, the ocean you know what and about guys um well first of all i've seen your instagram you've seen, you've seen her instagram right yeah i don't think guys are gonna be like 
upset with her showing up, right? <laughs> Most of your pics are like, you know, in the beach and you're in a bikini. Do you wear a bikini when you skimboard or no? Yeah, if it's um, warm enough, okay. but so I, not, ca I can. Yeah. It doesn't like, it's not like an, in, a problem or anything. I can, right. It won't like fall off. Okay. I wear. Competing wise, um, you wouldn't, right? Competing-wise, yeah. I have, yeah. I've yeah. Well, it just depends where, like, the water in California is colder, so you tend to <clears throat> want to wear wetsuits. a wetsuit. Um, XL wetsuits spon sponsoring me, so, like, okay. I they give shout me a bunch to, of... Shout out to XL. <laughs> yeah. Wetsuits. XL's the best wetsuit. There you Check go. them out. XLwetsuits.com. <laughs> All right. Okay. So you're like a total, uh, like, uh, I mean, no, you said you're from Brazil, but you're like a total, if someone didn't know you, and even now, even though you are from Brazil, you're kind of like a total, uh, like an OC chick kind of, right? I know, like a, you know, like a, a different oh, beach, beach, beach boy that. song, like a California girl, right? Define OC chick. I would say, okay, let me rephrase it, like a California girl. Okay. It, <laughs> I'm assuming it's something to do with the beach. Yeah. And the the beach life, you start yeah. almost like, like a California yeah. girl. Yeah. Like if they were so, to think like, what's a California girl like? Sun kissed hair, the tan, <laughs> yeah. and the outdoor. Because you have and you have a lot of interest too. Besides that, like you skateboard, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. um, I try. Like I don't. Okay. I'm like as far as like ramp, like vert stuff. I'm not like. You just more like I on just the, on cruise, the beach, yeah, or like, like a long skateboard, or like type. bum hills, or in Florida where there are no hills, we would bomb parking garages, bombing, you know, like basically just riding Dropping down right. parking garages. Right, right. Um, yeah, I, I okay. think anything that's like board related has always been super fun for me. Mm -hmm. It start. I actually first started skateboarding, like just trying to. I had um, a family that I spent a lot of time with growing up, the Haymans, and and they would skateboard. Like the the boys in the family and everyone was really tight knit, and we would all hang out together. And there was like in middle schoolish. Um, it was, skateboarding was like a thing like it was like really popular it was like a I don't know everyone skateboarded it seemed like and I always thought it was fun and of course because that's what my friends were doing that I was spending time with I, I wanted to try so when I when I like something I kind of throw myself into it and with skateboarding I did that and I'll never forget the first time like I tried to <laughs> go down like a really steep um, parking garage like rail that was they, they all went down it and then I'm going down and it's like the fastest I've ever gone on a on a skateboard and yeah. there's and there was like a hole in the ground and my wheels like the front of my wheels like caught it and I saw it coming and I didn't really have the ability to like like maneuver away because I was just on top of it like oh my god like, this is awesome but I'm also scared shitless so my front weight my front wheels got stuck in the hole and I literally went flying like yeah, I yeah. still have a scar, yeah, from, it, actually. scar from it yeah this one <laughs> okay oh that's actually a scar then huh? yeah <laughs> you have some tattoos too huh I noticed you have oh that. yeah what is that that's yeah, so what is that? You telling people to shush all the time or what? Yeah, um, the real haters? reason I haters? have this is because <laughs> my this is this was my second hate. tattoo. Gonna hate. Yeah, my first one was um, stoked. Is this one? Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> I have, like lipstick on it. Yeah. Um, I got that because I'm because stoked is just right. like I don't know. I, I thought that was. About life, about life. Cool thing about to life. have, yeah. Stoked on life, and yeah. like, uh, my mom would kill me if she knew about at that. eighteen getting this. Even though yeah. I was eighteen, my mom, I li I lived with my mom at eighteen. She 
would kill me. So she knows about that now. She knows right? about it now. Okay. The funny thing is, she found out at the dentist. Oh wow! She was hovering <laughs> over the, the right. dentist is all you know checking my teeth, and she's like, "Well, do you think like what about the because you know just putting her out. two cents in and the the, the, the dentist on, I have like this you know those things that make you look like a like a fish like yeah. the plastic thing make your 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 mouth go like that. I had that in my mouth, so I couldn't talk. So he's pulling, and he's like, "Do you have a?" And I'm looking at him like. No, 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 no. Yeah. Like, don't do it. And don't do you have a tattoo? This. I'm like, my mom's like, Yasmin. And I'm like, oh. That, she's like, like, why would you do that? I can like, already, that was a good mom impression, <coughs> by the way. Yasmin. Yeah, she <laughs> was not happy. I mean, she was like, she actually reacted a lot less. She was less upset than I imagined right. if she ever found out I had a tattoo. But I guess because it's hidden, you know, that was the point of that. So any others then? No, just, just these two. two, and then you just don't want to tell because your mom might be watching, it, right? <laughs> you got the crazy dragon one on all on her back. No? no, I've lately the last few weeks I've actually been thinking about getting a tattoo of my dad because he just passed away last week. Oh. So oh, wow. Sorry about that. yeah, he was in Brazil, and I I always. Um, I've been I want if I were to get a tattoo I'd think that it would be something very very significant and I am kind of in between of uh, in between the two of like whether a tattoo would be a good way to honor or if I because I know it's just so permanent it's something that's forever it is. you know so in of course like the concept of my dad getting it in his honor would be something that I wouldn't regret ever but I just know that our bodies change and stretch as we you sure. know in a certain way just want it to look all funky later yeah right? I don't know I couldn't even think of I don't know I don't know so about how, tattoos how close, you, how close were you with your dad if you don't, if you don't mind me he asking. no of course um he lived in Brazil for since I was seven, like I, I'm, or I moved to to from Brazil. I was born there, and my family and I, my dad, and my mom, and I moved to Florida when I was seven, I think. And then he stayed um, in Florida even after my parents split, like for um, maybe two years, I think. And then he went back to Brazil because he had a house there, and um, I would go visit him like for like three months at a time in the summer you know for high school and middle school so I got to see him during that time but um I I felt like we we uh, we got each other like we understood each other regardless of the time that we actually physically spent next to one another if that makes sense like mm -hmm. he just knew me and I knew him and he understood me and I got along with him and I we had a mutual respect. We both were very blunt, so it worked. <laughs> ironically enough, it like worked out for us to have a, a cool dynamic. Like he was a, a, a funny person, always joking, always making, always just like being a goofball, and it was just great. You like, sound like uh, daddy's little girl. <coughs> then, right? Yeah, totally. You have, you have brothers and sisters. No, too? I'm an only child. Okay, there yeah. you go. Yeah, so old daddy's little girl then, right? Yeah, she okay, is. that makes totally. sense. All right, so what about soccer? Soccer. Yeah, you into soccer at all? There, I, you know. Who's your favorite team? Brazil. <laughs> I don't think there's a single. I, know, I don't oh, think there's a single yeah. Brazilian that I've ever met that That's wasn't it. crazy about and supportive of their team, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Right, because like in America, you even though they, if they, they're a soccer fan, they would say other teams. Yeah, a lot of times they will. I mean, there are yeah. some people, of course, that support their U.S. national team. Yeah. But then they, either they're hating on MLS or they're not even really supporting their country. Or they don't even know what well, MLS right is. Now, <laughs> right now, it's actually yeah. growing in the U.S. So everybody sure. you ask, they'll be like, oh, support the national yeah. team. Yeah. National team, national but team. Brazilians, 100% guaranteed Seleção. Right? Mm -hmm. Is that right? Seleção. Seleção. So yeah, they, every 100% they support Seleção, right? Can't pronounce it, but that's, yeah. They, that, yeah. <laughs> 
Even, I don't want to talk about it. All right, let's get, okay, so then, but you play too. Yeah. Um, Shout like, out to what, what team you play for, you know? Oh, uh, high school? No. Well, she, she's I, not in high school. Oh, flirting in high school. <laughs> she's not in high school. Well, I'm, um, <laughs> I play for Marymount, California University. Okay. And you I did. I play now oh, for them. Marymount. Marymount, yeah. I thought it was Long Beach. I played Long Beach t- before. Oh. I went from Long Beach to Marymount. Okay, so you're at Marymount right now. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think uh, that's where I was thinking high school. Okay, yeah. right. Because yeah. you were uh, stalking her on Instagram. You only saw the old ones. Well, I think so. Yeah. Well, I, I saw at, at least um, somebody from college that you went to college. Haley? Haley, uh, yeah, she Haley. played with me at Long Beach. Yeah, I mutual, think, right? Mutual friends. Yeah, okay. uh, we're, I'm friends with Haley. Right. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, she played with me at Long Beach. Um, we both got scholarships. I think she went out of state for a little, and now she's back. Yeah, yeah she that yeah, she's still playing. She, I think they left. No, they were somewhere north, I believe. I think she's at Vanguard now. So Are you you're talking at, about the same Haley? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Marymount, you're still playing there now. Yeah, I am. I just had soccer practice like this morning. It was right. Like, <sighs> what position and all that, you know? I'm a forward. Oh, you're a forward? Yeah. So you can't wear ten then. You told me earlier you were a number ten. I though, wear right? a number ten. I'm a forward. Ten's why, usually. Why is it ten? Ten, ten is usually because you know ten, center half, right? The playmaker, yeah. midfield, kind yeah. of. Well, right. you know, like they don't. I mean, I know it doesn't. It's not. I that. guess they it's don't. usually the person that thinks they're the best grass ten right out. Right, that's what happens. Every right. time. It doesn't I'm matter. not gonna say anything. Yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. if it's pro or college or all the youth. I when like they lay it. the jerseys down the very beginning and then they're like, "Oh, pick your number." Everyone goes for number ten. And then usually, if they're not that good, then they don't. They're not gonna go. Yeah. Like, I like uh, number you know I mean? ten because because you think you're Pele, the best. Pele, idol. Yeah. Ronaldinho, idol. Uh, Ronaldinho, well, yeah. Every, like, come on. The, the reason that you're saying that you like number ten is the reason why everybody likes number ten. Yes. But what I'm saying is, is how did you end up with ten? That's the part because. You grabbed it first. I asked for it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Who gave it? So who gave you the ten then? The coach. The coach. Yeah. Okay. I asked for it too. I mean, we right. we get to pick per seniority too, mm-hmm. so that's why I I probably ended up with it before. Maybe I don't know. Maybe one of the younger girls might right. have wanted it. No right. one really expressed like, oh, I really want a number right. ten. Like I was the Usually only one. The team captain gets ten, right? Yeah, sometimes right. it depends what position they yeah. play too. Are you the yeah. team captain? Or? No, I'm not. Okay, it's so just the team captain's sitting there getting all upset that you have number ten. No, they don't care. They wanted their they, right. like all the girls growing up had their choice of numbers at yeah. from AYSO to you know like middle whatever they played travel yeah. and ten was always my favorite number. I just I think usually it's always based on players like mm-hmm. your favorite player. All right. Yeah. So, right. Oh, so who's okay? So your favorite players who then? Pele and Ronaldinho. Uh, and Ronaldinho. Okay, yeah. Ronaldinho's seven. Ten. Wait, which one? Which one? <laughs> Ronaldo. Ronaldo's the bald one, right? Yeah, that, you're talking that's about Ocean. I was yeah. talking about Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho yeah. is... Dude, that guy, dude. Yeah, he's seven or ten? He's, he's ten. ten. He's ten. Wait, Ronaldinho. Yeah. Okay, he used to be my favorite player. I should know that. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Why used to be? I know. Um, right? I don't know. Well, I, I think for me, it's yeah. Tillman. He's the man. Yeah, yeah. he is. He's what, the okay, reason what, I love soccer, actually. Probably him well, and Pele. Why, why? Okay, if you were to compare Ronaldinho and um, Neymar, Neymar is the the modern day Ronaldinho, I would yeah. say. But like, there's something about Ronaldinho that he just that he was he just had this like st- he has this style and this like have you have you seen that one uh, ronaldinho meme where they have like 10 pictures of ronaldinho the same face and they're like ronaldinho sad 
Ronaldinho happy. Oh. Ronaldinho <laughs> joyful. And, and, and then it's the, but that expression that he has, it fits for every emotion. It's hilarious. Right? Have you seen that one? No. It's I've never, never like that. when he played, it he never, has that kind of like that, never that, that, that. Yeah, he's kind of like this, but it like Ronaldinho sad, Ronaldinho <laughs> happy, Ronaldinho mad. It looks and it fits. Like he could be that emotion with that same expression. It's hilarious. Yeah, it never. I don't. I don't think I've ever at least watched him be with a front face when no. he's playing. Yeah, he never even when he got a red card. That's true. Even when he gets like, back, he's like smiling and like. He's like, right? okay, right, come on. Like, Do I need a red card? <laughs> yeah. All right. So college, soccer. Yes. Mount. Or. Or yeah, I've played soccer for a really long time. Okay. I like um, was in fourth grade when I was like, mom, I want to play soccer. I want to play soccer. This was in Brazil. In um, I well in in a. Florida. Florida, yeah, I'm thinking fourth grade. Yeah, Florida. Okay. Um, I just always liked it. I don't know. I just liked soccer. I guess it's, they say it's in your blood. I don't know if I really truly have never met someone who is Brazilian who doesn't really like, like it. enjoy it, but I, not everyone who enjoys it plays it. I wanted to play, and I just, um, out of all the sports, I wanted to play soccer, and I obviously got to like, I had a soccer ball, so I would like, you know, do it on my own, and then throughout school recess or you know, whatever, PE, like I would play and I enjoyed it. It made me feel good. So I would play and um, I'd watch my inspirations were Ronaldinho, like his elastico and like the, you know, like sombrinho and doing like, oh, megging people and like bicycle kicks. Like, oh my God, it was just so, yeah, it was very dominant, like a uh, dominant sport growing up. I noticed like here in America, I'd go back to Brazil visit and, vi and visit my family and tell them you know they would they knew I played soccer and they asked me about it and they're like wow like you have women's leagues like you're you can play soccer when you're as right. a, you can find enough women to make a team and over there and I'm like yeah like you can make like 50 teams like a bunch of girls play soccer so it's it's very like gender neutral here whereas we're in Brazil I felt like even now I think still it's not like more something, volleyball right for girls it's not I, accessible I heard, I heard like when you're growing up the girls play volleyball and the guys are always playing soccer and they don't let the girls play soccer kind of well I I didn't have the chance to spend enough time there consistently to really know that about Brazil but I feel like yeah women like so women like um, volleyball but there was a lot of women that liked soccer and that played it and were good and they were able to play at their schools and stuff like that but they weren't they didn't have the chance to develop how they yeah. have programs here and like travel soccer and right. you know how they really develop women to like be the best soccer players they could they kind of just okay. were more pickup games if that makes sense have you seen that one uh, it's a pretty famous video of like a college girls soccer game where the girls are going crazy like really rough and the girl yanks the her hair yeah, yeah and then she does the elbow have you seen that one I like can't imagine yeah. being that angry at a player okay that so I then, would want to do that well not well, you doing it but does it get that rough in your college has it ever you know get physical yeah yesterday my one of my okay. the girls on my team broke her ankle your teammate my teammate broke her ankle because okay. one of the girls, the ref was horrible. He was the worst ref I've ever had in my entire life. He called everything wrong. He didn't, there was obvious red card type plays that the other, one of the girls on the team consistently, the girl on the other team took out four of my, my players. Right. Like, you know, it was ridiculous. And, you know, he's the referee's job is to maintain a game with, to maintain the rules of the game sure. and also keep the players safe so that so he was doing a horrible job and the reason she broke her ankle was because the girl that was 
fouling over and over like really dirty wasn't get wasn't getting carded wasn't one getting real bad. Yeah. one real bad and then, he wasn't saying anything to her she didn't even get a i don't even think she got a card the whole game yeah so, so how how uh, common is like the hair pulling things you have long hair yeah how, how do you wear I it i put my yeah, hair ever, up you know? no one's yeah. ever I, no, no one ever actually you know what one girl did pull my hair okay. once because her and i were were kind of rivals okay and um she should she pull my no i think she just knocked she just came up the ref turned his back and the, the play ended she turned his back um i had i think i kind of juked her and like i was like i was like like smiling about it after because her and I, we had this like thing going you know from the rivalry or whatever and she uh the ref turned around and she pushed me like down and and all the my mom was there and all the parents were like ah, you know yeah but i don't think anyone's ever really pulled my no. my hair like that that you i wear, can remember you wear it in a bun yeah i usually just do like a little bun thing right that's yeah. what that is that's to put so that they can't pull it no <laughs> isn't yeah. it so you're protecting so they I can't it, yank yeah on it? yeah it's just a hab- habit habit for me yeah okay what about you, man? Everyone, any your dreads, dreads <laughs> while you're playing? Never? No. Yeah, because you, you give them dirty looks, right? So they're too scared to, right? I have like everybody step on me. Bro. If you're, if you're fast you. enough, they can't catch you. I'm actually usually fast. <laughs> so what's your playing style then? You said you're a forward. Yeah. Right? Like what's your, you know, are you more of like I a, almost scored a bicycle kick yesterday. Really? So what, what happened? I like headers. I like scoring on headers. All my teammates know, like, if I'm going for the ball, like, send so like me a, a header. Send it to me in the air. So I like, like playing you're like a dominant forward. You're like one of those power forwards. Like a target forward where you get control yeah. the ball. Not like a, you know, I, agile. Yeah, I'm not, I prefer to do the unexpected, to be um, creative. Like, okay. I prefer to, like, um, instead of beating someone with speed every time or trying to, you know, pass them just by dribbling, I don't, I guess I don't enjoy as much the simple aspect of soccer. I like right. to make it like a craft. I like to make it fun. Like I want to make the Stop. people that are watching like enjoy it. How I want to play like how what makes me enjoy watching Ronaldinho and play, Pele play. Like they're just they're ballers. Like they just, you know, they do like the elastico and they do like they put it on this side of someone run on the other side and get in. It's like if if I'm wanting to say oh there like to what right. you to what you do to your play. It's that whole Brazilian side of her. You know, yeah. kicking in <laughs> where it's gotta okay. look pretty. Right? Yeah, Instead I want. Just, it's like Jagabunito. It would actually make a lot of sense because Ronaldinho kind of brought the fun into the game. Yeah. Before everybody was just to kick the ball, boom, right. follow the See, ball. Boom, my problem the ball. with so playing, then it came in. My problem with playing with Brazilians is like if they only, if they focus too much on that. You know how there's guys that focus too much on yeah. that, and then they're and like, then yeah, they care about like, that more than the actual. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, it's ego. If yeah, your ego's yeah. huge, you're gonna want to be like. Showing off you know, all the time right. versus actually using that in the right way yeah. or caring about the game. Because it's not just score. about you. If you want to play right. a game that's just about you, you go play tennis. If you want to. Hey, listen up. Okay? <laughs> I play with this guy, right? I'm sitting there open. You're sitting there, you know, doing his tricks for like 15 seconds. And I'm like, yo, pass the ball. I'm right all here. I have to say is like. This if, guy does. Hey, talk to it's him a balance. Oh, like I'm, everything I need, else. I need, I need okay. Repeat that. Me. I don't think you heard that. It's, it's a what? It's a balance. Just like yeah. there, there's a time to like try. Yesterday was the, the the moment I had with no defenders around me and a perfect lob t- to do my bicycle kick. Or but if I have like you know if we were down we were and we were we were up one okay. zero or two zero so like right. I. I thought about that in those split seconds. Sure. Of, otherwise, it's yeah. like it would, he does it when we're down know? three zero and he's still doing the bicycle kill for no reason. I mean, no, yeah, well, I would do it if we're just playing for fun. Like, oh, yeah, it depends, fun, it depends on how important yeah. winning but, that game is. Yeah. Would you do it? Yes. Would you? Okay, so if your team is down, would you do it? In, but it's not a no, real game. Because it's not my a real coach game, would kill me. No, no, no coach. It's a fun game, recreational game, at the park. 
Then probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the result. But like right now, yeah, exactly. Exactly. My, <laughs> my soccer team, we have a goal, and that's mm. to make to like win our every Cal Pack game that we have nice. as of right mm-hmm. now. You know, to to make it to regionals and then not hopefully nationals. So like if I'm gonna if we're down and I have an, a scoring opportunity and I want to make it look pretty and ha- like a 50-50 chance of scoring as opposed to just like dom- doing what I you know like doing a normal whatever whatever right. normal would be um and i didn't make it if i went for like the pretty thing it'd be like okay well it's just basically like oh well like screw everyone else on the team like let me just do what i want to do and it's not about that it's about as a team you know as a unit everyone like doing what we can to work together yeah. and yeah getting, did, so getting the job go? done so how did that bicycle kid go <laughs> um my back kind of hurts right now. Landed, landed right. That, that, landed was, on that, sound, that sounds yeah. like a big That's the miss. danger, right? <laughs> that, Before, when I, yeah. I got it. Yeah. I touched you're it. You're supposed to land on your, um, hands, not your right? Yeah, but I, well, the thing is, see, like, I do those in practice on, like, often, and my coach has gotten upset with me for, like, <laughs> saying, saying stop doing those bicycle kicks? One time I did it, like, last season, and she uh, didn't like it because. She just thought it was just unnecessary, right. and who's your coach? She, uh, her name is Courtney. Yeah, shout out to Coach Courtney. Yeah, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I in the moment yesterday of seeing that ball come in that split second, I'm like, Did Coach Courtney go through your mind at that moment? Yes. Uh, and see, I wasn't coach, fully. Coach, she wasn't. You weren't fully right. Commi- Focus, committed. I didn't fully, fully commit. commit. Because See? half of me was like, this is the perfect lob. I got to go for it. And Coach then I was Courtney like, she's going to kill something. me. Oh. So I went for it, and I did touch it, and I it went just to, like, I I didn't see it, obviously, because I was, like, on right. the ground or whatever. Solid but hit. I hit it, yeah. and it, like, um, it went just past the, the post. Oh. So. Okay. And my teammates, when I came out, were like, that was so sick, but we're at, and we're sitting like we're. Sitting, I wish you got that, and but then someone said like I w- I actually was hoping you didn't get it because I know we'd never hear the end of it. I'd be like, do you remember that one time I scored that bicycle kick? So how do you how do you score most of your goals? Headers. Headers. Yeah. Okay. Diving I, I would headers. Say diving headers. I did one like I think last week or something that I wish I had on video. No one recorded it. No? So you didn't get it for your Snapchat or Instagram or anything? <laughs> no, no, not during practice. Oh, no. okay. It was, it was during practice. <laughs> yeah, okay. it wasn't a game. But it was, like, honestly one of those moments you get off and you're just, like, buzzing. Like, yeah, like, you know, those are the things that makes make playing soccer worth it to me personally. So skimboarding, soccer, which, which one's better, one on top? Which one do you think you're going to go towards, like, you know, I'm um, sure for the rest of your life you can do both, but like, do you have pro aspirations? Are you going towards that at all? Leaning towards that for soccer, or are you? It's just a um, college thing for now. For now, I love soccer, and I always will. I think that the 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 competitive aspect of it is um, sometimes it's sometimes difficult to want to take it to the next level, depending on what team you're on and like what who you're playing with i think like you don't like that 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 intense uh competitive aspect? i do and i think okay. that sometimes um that that's been hard to find over the years i feel like right. ha- like always trying to be on the best team so that you can i like to be challenged and i feel like okay. soccer is um a challenge for me even still but it's definitely something i've done for so long that it's become like I know that I know how to juggle. I know how to, I know how to do 
I've had I've had moments of right. soccer in in soccer that have made me feel like I could throw in my towel if that makes sense that I feel like satisfied with it. But soccer is just it's just kind of one of those things. Like if you're, if I were to want to go pro, I know that it would be a, like it'd have to be a hundred and ten percent like committed and ready. And I know what goes into it like I physically see. and and emotionally. Right. So um, there's a lot of things like what I'm really passionate about is music and you don't you don't want to. I sacrifice all the other outside interests and I go had to 100%. I had really had to like figure that out and okay. sit down and think about what was you know what what I really wanted to do because if you do too many things at once you don't get anything done I right. feel like or you just you you don't you do halfway okay. things and I feel like it's better to I, I mean I, my goal was to pick something that I wanted to focus on and um, the thing that I chose as music. of now is music and you sing yes Okay. Where do you sing at? Um, I sing everywhere. Okay. So you, do, <laughs> so you actually get to, uh, you get to perform, right? And you're not just, yeah. uh, you're not just working on your craft, but you're well, actually performing as well. The thing is, um, I've kind of let life help me figure out what I'm doing and yeah. how I'm going to do it because, um, soccer, I have a, I have a full scholarship for soccer sure. right now for, for my university. So, um, for me to get my education, which is something that I set out to do is one of my goals is to get my bachelor's in business marketing. I need to uh, be able to pay for it. So soccer is helping me pay for that. I enjoy soccer, but um, I, I can't do all of the things at once. Like when I moved here, I wanted to do skimboarding and I realized like I, there isn't enough money in skimboarding right now or then, then or even really now to be able to, for me to be able to make enough money to stay here, you know, in California and pay for bills and stuff, which is real, which is real life. So um, I had to get a job and then I decided to go back to school uh, so that I could have a job I enjoyed because the job I had right initially, I did not, it just was like, I was like, dang it, this is... What like, is it? A waitressing job or what? No, I was a teller at Wells Fargo. Okay. And I, it just it, it just was something... It just was a reminder of, like, I didn't want to... Be like an office worker type. I didn't want to... I wanted to make use of whatever things I was passionate about okay. as right. work. You know, if, I'm, if I was lucky enough to get to that and if I worked I hard enough, I thought that I could. And so... It, my goal became to go back to school so that I could get an education and figure out, you know, what I wanted to study and learn and get my and get a legitimate source like here, like I'm I'm I have a degree in this and I've learned this and I'm and I'm uh, qualified to do these things and also to learn for myself because I would like to eventually, you know, run a business or that would be ideal to be able to not be stuck somewhere. I have a lot of anxiety about like being stuck like in one thing for a very long time I want I'm just very spontaneous and I think um it's just detrimental to to my well-being like to to feel stuck I guess I don't know you know singer right after all that I I I figured out okay you're not an office worker you're not gonna be a bank teller (laughs) right you don't want to do that you obviously soccer pays for college yeah. and all that, so it's great. So but I'm music doing is that. your number one passion right now? Yeah. Music is. Yeah. So you're, and, and you're a singer. Yeah. Okay. What kind of, are you like a, because I saw some of you, you're like more like the Alicia Key style kind of. I like R&B. Not high, yeah. R&B, yeah. but your voice is not like soprano or, you know, what do you call that for? Soprano. Not soprano um, or an alto, right? 
you're more growing up in choir i was a soprano and i'm able to be a soprano i um don't have a lot of i don't have as much content right now as i would like to show what i'm capable of if that makes sense but um i'm kind of developing that still and i'm working with a producer shout out to sam salter (laughs) sam salter Um, producer right he's awesome he's uh helped me he co-wrote we co-wrote my first original um about three weeks ago ish I would say and uh, that was like a really big step for me because as of before then I had been trying to write my own music and I'm able to write my thoughts and my thoughts and feelings it's just to actually put words that you and your feelings and your thoughts that you write into song structure um, it helps a lot to play an instrument and I'm still somewhat of a beginner at yeah. guitar so it, is that your main instrument, singing yeah, and then playing guitar? Guitar, yeah. But well, you're gonna have to do piano if you're gonna do the Lisa Keys, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would love to learn piano. It's right now. I wake up at five in the morning. Right. I go to soccer practice every single day, and then we have gym straight, like straight after twice a week, and then I have um, study hall mandatory because we're on the soccer team. So all athletes have to do three hours of study hall per week, and then I have um, 18 units that I'm taking for school. So. I plus I work and then I have all my it actually is very time-consuming to run social media I run uh, the social media for Excel wetsuits I run my own page obviously and then um, all the miscellaneous projects that I do or you know I'm involved in from photo shoots to like I did an underwater photo shoot in Laguna the other day after getting my butt kicked at practice we ran like we did bloodies and you know, we, we were uh, full film sprints, like, and um, it was, I was exhausted, but I may, had set it up and I had to go and it's just juggling the creative and the things that I really want to do with the things that I have to prioritize right now for right. my future, you know, for soccer is a priority because I need to have soccer to continue my education. I also have to pass my classes, so I need to study and I need to make time for that. And those things are time consuming and energy consuming. You know, we traveled nine hours on a charter bus uh, last week to play two games up north for a week. And um, yeah, so it's like I'm right now, I'm, I'm it's my senior year of soccer. So I'm going to be done next month, I think, with yeah. soccer. And I'll be able to, you know, invest some more time and energy into music. Yeah. Um, so the music that you write, is it just about you or about things in life? What yeah, is well, it about? Do you write music? Are you, I do, you, yeah. Are you a singer, a songwriter? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I write music. About. I write I write what I would like to make music about. So yeah, I do write like about yeah. the songs. I haven't made the songs yet. I'm right. in the process of trying to figure that the Your structuring stuff that. out. And I'm meeting people that are helping me with that. Like Sam Salter, he helped me. He took... Um, something that I wrote and put it into it and made it into a song with me okay. you know he's a strong he got he's structure songs so um, he made it a reality in that way where it's actually really difficult to do like if people knew how difficult like it's you know <laughs> when you, li- you listen to, you listen to music together. and you're like yeah. you know you're vibing and you enjoy right. the, the music and it's like it's so simple it seems so simple sometimes the lyrics are so sure. simple but when you go to sit down to try to actually right. make that at least in my experience right. it has been it's just like, okay, to be simple has never been so difficult, you know, <laughs> to say what you yeah. want to say. Don't know, I don't know about some of the the modern rap music, though. Some of the new stuff that's I think I could write that in like three minutes. What about you? 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I can't. First, first, number one, I can't understand them, right? And then the lyrics and the hooks are so easy, yeah. right? It's just a repetition. They the chorus is just a repetition yeah. of the same thing over you're, and over again. Yeah. Just, it's more about the beats nowadays. Right. But yeah. you're more. Yeah. R, you said more R and B, right? Or is I, that um, one of the things that you like? It's kind of like pop R and B, I guess pop you would say. Okay. I, I'm in high, really influenced for vocally by R and B artists. Who like, are your biggest uh, influencers that you like then? Um, well, Amy Winehouse. Okay. And that way, can, that way we can kind of get a feel of, you know, not only like well, who um, for you, when, I guess you also like. There's just yeah. so many. It's so hard. I've, I have made a list one day because okay. people were asking me and I... Yeah. Well, who are your favorites like, that you kind of love their music right away that you would listen to? Craig you? David. Okay. Love him. Um, he's got this R&B, like cool beats and stuff. And right. uh, who else? I mean, I love Alicia Keys for sure. She's okay. an angel, right. <laughs> like pretty much. And um, let's see. There's just so there's just so many. I've been listening to. I've been discovering a lot of right. new music and um, artists maybe that aren't as big. And okay. they've been like, there's this one artist. Her name is Sayla Sayla Sue. I think is how you pronounce it. But okay. she has the song that I've played over and over for probably 300 times. Like mm. since I've like, heard it. It's <laughs> more like soulful type music. Is yeah, that something soulful. Okay. Um, Definitely soulful is important. Being soulful is important to me. I have a recording of a rough that I did of my first right. original and it's like I really like the message Having a certain message in your music as right. opposed to something that's just like, you know having a positive yeah. message you and wanna, You want to bust out a, a, a line right now? You were earlier you were commenting on the mics, right? You yeah, like these mics? I need to get one of these. All right. You oh, want to bust SM7 out a, a vocal on this mic right now or you want to? Yeah, we could. I mean, to? my friend Pedro's here with his guitar. So <laughs> maybe we'll do one at the very end. Maybe yeah. just like bust out a, a, a yeah, song. All right. What about uh, boys? Dating boys. Life? I don't what? date. You don't date? No. I don't have time. Really? No. Okay. And it's just so. Uh, 18 hours. Oh. Right, <laughs> weekends, nothing. I barely have time to sleep. How can I have a boyfriend okay. or even find one? Because it's the finding one that's like worth, you, to, you know. You have to find one. They don't uh, no. bother you through social media. I you mean, get DMs. <laughs> what kind of, yeah. Tell us about some of the. Yeah, I mean, you must get DMs. Do you want right? me to go through them? You don't have to go through them, but that's <laughs> funny. Just, yeah, you get some crazy DMs. Not like crazy. Right. They're just. I just get people commenting. Like, I've had someone tell me the other day, like. Oh my! I'm so in love with you, but they've never met me. But that like, was, was that no. you? Oh, okay. <laughs> that was you. Oh, I knew. I knew. I recognized you no. from somewhere. <laughs> no, that wasn't him. That was his other account, though. Not oh his, not yeah. His main account. No. <laughs> no, no, no. That that would not be me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. No. Um. Nothing like super crazy. Just, just. I actually got one yesterday that was really cool. Um. This guy. Really? I never hear the cool stories. I let me hear it. So this, yeah, this he, one's a good one for the guys to know how to approach it in a cool way. Let me see my phone. I, I got it. It's just, it was like really, it was really cool. And, um. Yeah, we only hear stories about like the awkward DMs that come it's through. It's the reason right. why I continue to do the, the things that I do that I, I you mean showing on social media and branching out and yeah that kind of thing? it's okay. um, because every once in a while you'll get I got what's a, the ratio like um, one cool one out of 99 terrible one well they're to me they're all cool like if anyone thinks what I what I have to show and what mm -hmm. I do is cool and right. they appreciate sure. me 
in any way that I have exposed that I have portrayed myself that I'm happy right. I'm a happy girl like right. that's my goal um, yeah but I'm talking about there's a lot of weirdos out there too right yeah, yeah I yeah. I honestly I you mean see like like someone says love your work and right. then someone I mean like someone said to me the other day he goes um Haley, why? Exclamation mark, question mark. And then he goes, wrong person. <laughs> wow. I don't know. That's a little, uh, that might be a hook. You know that might I mean? have been a little hook. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you respond to it? You did, huh? Uh, no. Oh, it didn't work. I, it yeah. was the wrong person. I yeah, mean, I guess yeah. there's nothing to say. All right. So you're, I <laughs> the know, really so you, cool oh. one was, um, he said to me, he goes, your last pick that mm. you posted is awesome. Thanks. Just made my day. Um, hope you're having a good day. And I was like, I was like, hey, thank you so much for the love. And he's like, I'm glad I got a response. You seem like a chill chick, and I wish you luck with your band and your skimboarding because you deserve that peace and that mindset. I'm definitely jealous of you, so enjoy it and live it up. Thanks for all the little moments you share that let me live through you. It helps me get through life on a daily basis. So thanks. That's so thank you. That's right. genuine, a genuine thank you. And that was cool. I was like that's really cool you know if he really feels that way um that's really cool and so you look you go through you see all your dms and yeah i go okay. through them all what, what's your biggest so you like uh, instagram the most or yeah do you do twitter and snapchat i don't do twitter okay. i do snapchat yeah right. um, what kind of things do you post on snapchat that's different or unique to snapchat? i do when I, when i do something different like if i go skimboarding or today for our shoot for example right. snapchat um snapchat. if i so the photo shoots like a photo shoot so we did a photo shoot earlier yeah. a little bit right we didn't get to finish it yeah. but that was on snapchat yeah okay uh -huh. so then the topless one from behind that was on snapchat i don't think so did you get that <laughs> <laughs> so you're obviously not shy then right um well, I, well okay it's i i'm like i'm like uh two different people sometimes right? not bipolar but okay. i just have like in certain moments i have i have spontaneity and i also have a conservative a very conservative like set standard of like where i what i'm willing to tolerate from right. in my life period whether it's um in a relationship a romantic relationship or a friendship or whatever it is like i'm very uh i guess i've 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 made up what where my morals and my standards need to be as far right. as i'm concerned and i stick to them okay. um i think about i process things a lot i really think about i try to like understand the things that happen to me and around me and to have a good understanding and be stable about like the how the world works you know i think it's really interesting how the how the world works and how people work and 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 why people do the things that they do i think the like the psychology aspect of human beings is really interesting but um basically i just um I just went on a rant and I like forgot okay. what you asked me. Okay. What well, it sounds like me? well, it sounds like you're obviously busy with. You school. asked me uh, if I'm shy. I I'm very fun. I right. like to think of myself as fun, and I and I enjoy oh. the moment in in the moment. You know, being present right. and if uh, depending on how I feel and how comfortable I feel around where whoever or wherever I am, then I will I'll do like right. yeah. I'm in a bikini half the time. I don't have a problem with like. You know, You're not self-conscious about your body. I'm not self-conscious about my body. I, right. I accept who, who I am and what you know what I look like 100%. And I embrace the imperfections as much as I can. And I you know enjoy not wearing makeup on a daily basis unless like mm -hmm. 
I guess for camera stuff, I still haven't. I like I obviously have a bunch of makeup on right now. I feel like <laughs> definitely way more than I normally do. So when you go to like um, school, right? I don't wear makeup. You don't, you don't wear makeup. Never. Okay. I wake just, up. Right. I don't do my hair. Okay. I do, I wake up and that's probably why you don't have that boyfriend though, right? That might be. Maybe. Well, that's mean. <laughs> but I, it, that's probably why I don't have a boyfriend because I'm so authentic and organic okay. that it would take a well, very very. Very, very special guy right. to be able to be with so me. So college guys, okay, so the, the you, you know, your fellow guys on camp, campus, yeah. they don't, you know, try to talk to you. They don't. I'm hey. always on the go. You, right. When you look at me and I'm on in, a, in my daily basis, right. like I'm either, I'm either like on my way to class because it's like there's, I have Are you time. one of those girls that like, have like headset on, sunglasses nope, and just, but that's, but you would you know, think, so you, that, you, would, like, hey, you would think I'm, gone? no, you just, I just, it's not that I'm not like, I'm not like, I have so much going on in my life right now. I have never been this busy right. ever. And it's what okay. Like, what do you, know? you do? What do you what do you do when you do have free time for fun then? What kind of I sleep. Okay. <laughs> All right. Like, so you don't go out, really? No. You don't? So you no. never go out? And you're more in Orange County anyway, so, but you don't hang out in Orange County with your friends um, on the weekend. That I'm kind of home a lot. I'm always right. on my computer. I mean the majority of the time spent like my free time right. is dedicated to editing photos, videos, um, setting up, you know, whatever I need for different shoots. Like, I feel like just having to respond to my mom's text is like, feels like a chore, Mm -hmm. which is horrible because that means like, I mean, it's just, sometimes I almost think like, am I doing too many things at once, which I probably am, but it's just that I just don't want to stop doing, I just feel like I need to be doing all of those things and I don't want to like set them aside any longer. Like I've done that my whole life, I feel like, or not my whole life, but having the opportunity to do music, having the opportunity like to learn about marketing at school and be able to utilize those those things that I'm learning into social media, for example, and having the chance to have like, for example, XL wetsuits allow me to run their social media because they feel that I'm doing something that they think is beneficial to their company. I mean, I right. think that's really awesome. And I, so and, that's, and all, I'm, that's all you or uh, that you're part of it and other people. No, I, I'm the only the, one that runs. You're the um, only one that does all this. Yeah. Stuff. It's XL women. So okay. it's their women's line and that they started. Yeah. yeah I've run that. So all the women right. that they sponsor okay. send me their content okay. that they do like shoots, whether it's GoPro stuff of, of their own and they send me all their pictures and I will like edit their some sometimes videos, but mostly pictures and, um, figure out a post schedule and captions and all the other stuff, you know, and try to like interact with people, spending time interacting with other people that enjoy those things so that they could come and generate, you know, generate followers and interest in the brand of, and get the brand, the women's brand out there because XL is normally, it's been, always been, they've always had wetsuits for women, but okay. they, right now they're doing and actually, they actually have like a women's line of right. like Focusing fitness clothing now, now yeah. and they have, you know, for women, they have ex, uh, wetsuits for women. Cause obviously men don't wear the bikini cut wetsuits, no. you know? You so I think they, <laughs> you didn't wear that one? The bikini cut? Yeah. I thought you had that one, that, the <laughs> Japanese no, one no, that no, just no. covers the front and then the two long, long. They haven't made those yet. Okay. All right. That must have been. Are you sure you don't have that one? No. Okay. I'll get one if they make some. They're cute. I love them. So, I mean, um, I'm wondering, like, how does it feel to actually be part of all that? It feels good. It's what keeps me going, you know? It's like what how I told you I didn't want to be working uh, I didn't I wanted to be doing the things that I don't know. You said I, you hate Wells Fargo. I don't like mind times. working <laughs> Yeah, I I don't hate I I, I have hate Wells, Fargo. Wells Fargo and they are, you know, customer right. service is great just saying, but um, <laughs> I just personally the the reality of having to go to a certain, you know, 
I think what it boils down to is growing up, like my mom being raising me alone to an extent because my dad was in Brazil, like fit, like you know, physically she was there and she supported me um, financially and herself and like worked really hard. Like when I was when my parents split, uh, my dad went back to Brazil and my mom has always been so really independent and right. she didn't really like. I don't know. I guess my she didn't request that my dad even pay child support or I don't even know what the situation was but I know my mom worked really hard and she would pick me up on a bike from she would bike to work to go clean houses like she was a maid or whatever basically and um I was in I was in elementary school she would come to school everyone you know everyone's parents is go, are going through the drive through like yeah. to pick them up in their cars and my mom's coming on her bike with a pillow so I could sit yeah. on the you know, on the she's rail. A grinder. And, she's yeah. a hustler. So you got that she, hustling, right? Yeah. She almost sounds like yeah. she's driving in Africa. <laughs> so she I mean, got so that, Africa. you got you inherited that hustling spirit from yeah. Yes, absolutely. Like. Okay. And I think um, if I, at the end of the day, my goal is to, you know, make use of the things, the not, I want to, I want to share the experiences that I've had that can be that can help other people and that's why I love music so much is because growing up I needed music to survive like music helped me get music soccer and the beach those three things helped me survive nearly you know and um it in so many ways they've been like such a huge part of my life and if I can offer the chance for other people like to feel like you belong to something skimboarding like in soccer like I had like this I always had like this this feeling of like I feel like I belong somewhere when I don't have any family in America nearly I had my mom and I had like a cousin maybe I think and that was way later but it was just me and my, my mom and I and I you know it's it's harder to grow up in a country where it's even I mean even when I became I'm obviously like I have no accent you know I've been here for a very long time but in the beginning it's just not having your family around you you got to make friends and you got to find things that make you that fulfill you and the, and the things that helped me soccer was the first thing that helped fulfill me that made me feel I was a part of a team I was a part of a, I was I had consistent something offered me consistency like practice every day I had games I had we would travel as a team the parents you know would take me under their wing because my mom had to work most of the time she could never travel you know she couldn't drive me to away games or so my mom actually couldn't make it to most of my games so I was always in other people's families cars driving to games and um, and I felt I, I got to experience other people's realities and their family dynamics that maybe I didn't get to experience and those things helped me understand and grow and um, and then skimboarding was also another thing the next, that, that the next thing that kind of yeah took you from there. it made me feel like no matter what was going on in my life if the beach the ocean was always there like if i was sad or happy or um needed if i needed instead of needing someone or you know or like something to fulfill me the ocean no matter what was always there for me to go to and hide away and do my thing whether it was like tanning for a bit or whether it was like skimboarding and during skimboarding i was very competitive even before i started competing because that's just in the nature of like from playing soccer i had competitiveness and i was like i would compete with myself like if i can't wrap a wave like i need to keep going and i need to try harder and i need to go more often and i would go every day and i started to get better and people were acknowledging that about me that you know i i enjoyed you know 
feeling like, okay, wow, like people, I, it was almost like subconscious for me, mm-hmm. a subconscious thing for me to like work hard at skimboarding to get better because I wanted to personally and I, it was something I didn't even really have to think about. I just wanted it and I would do it, you know? But um, other people seem to like be inspired by that. Like I, other girls I know started skimboarding because before that they only saw guys doing it. Right. So they like were younger like- Younger girls that just randomly yeah. saw you at the beach? Yeah, and then I started to post, you know, stuff like pictures of skimboarding online and people were really stoked about it. And I saw girls like respond to it in a positive way where it like made them feel like they could also pick up a board that it wasn't, it was like a, a, a women's, something Possible women could do too. Them, right. So um, that was really cool. And that also motivated me because if there's kids out there that, um, or even just adults that don't feel like they belong or that they can't do something like, I want to help them remind them that they they can they just have to want to and they just have to to do it because you know where there's a will there's a way so it's it seems like brazilian culture is like really big for you obviously right Mm -hmm. you you use the roots and all that like your language i mean you came here when you were young but you're still obviously speak yeah i can speak it fluently you know the food is like a big deal yeah you still you know yeah brazilian food you like your favorite or what oh my god yes yeah, what's the, like? Because every Brazilian that I know, Stroganoff. Right? Yeah. What about feijoada? <laughs> feijoada is everything. Yes. Feijoada on Wednesdays Feijo- or feijoada is every day. Every rice day? and I rice feijoada, and feijoada is yeah. every day. Okay. And then, oh, there's just so many things like Christmas time. There's hokambol or hokamboli. It could be actually any time of the year, but it's like a dessert. It's amazing. Okay. And then, like the there's this yellow yellow chicken. I call it right. frango amarelinho, which is, means translated into yeah. yellow chicken, which yeah. is like um, asafrão, and it's like a seasoning that turns right. the chicken yellow. And it you it, you put water is a that bit like of water. Curry? It's kind of like curry, but it tastes different than curry. Mm-hmm. And it's that, and then you take the like the the like um, the soup of that it creates whatever from the chicken cooking Super and good. put it on top of the rice oh my god yeah. with like what about uh, uh, uh pão de queijo pão de queijo and uh, acai those are my two acai, favorites from yeah. Brazilian food right that's the I like I certain acai kinds of acai what? like yeah. a lot of people here go to places that I won't mention but some there's you want the authentic the yes, authentic there's one, right? an authentic yeah. acai that I feel there's one in Huntington Beach I heard that's pretty good right you yeah. know what I'm talking about Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The little store over there. Oh my, they have yeah. like the. Um, Main Street. They have yeah. the coxinha de frango okay. over there. It's so coxinha de frango is this breaded. Um, it has chicken and this cheese called caitupiri, okay. and it's amazing. Like I, my friends would when I would go visit, um, we would be walking to the beach or something, and I'd be like, we gotta stop by the market because I need to get some coxinha, and I'd get like five, and they were like not used to, you know, they would. It's <laughs> A girl kinda, coming in and getting yeah, five of those. Right? It's like as if like you know. One of your favorite foods yeah. from places from here didn't wasn't like it just I don't yeah, know I can never yeah I just needed to like over overload on those. You're not you're not overly uh, concerned about like uh, so you don't have like a strict diet even though you're an athlete and all that. Um, do you? I do yeah. You do? So you do have a strict diet. I yeah I mean I I eat what I enjoy but I've learned to enjoy things that are nutritional okay. re, nutritionally valuable if okay. that makes sense um i eat stuff. like quinoa with okay. beans i enjoy like lentils i watch my sugar mm, that intake. sounds so delicious right <laughs> what about it, so then what's it your is. Cheat, yeah so what about cheat meals then what's like your your go-to cheat meals cake cake does it say you're a big dessert girl 
Yes, okay. I have a sweet tooth that's a problem, like Krispy Kreme for life. Oh okay, gosh, wow. <laughs> Krispy Kreme and like tres okay. leches and. All right. So then that's the guy. That's the way to, the, to for a guy to get you, right? The dessert <laughs> route, right? Be like, hey, you know. It has to be red velvet cake. Red, okay. red velvet cake. Okay. <laughs> so you're crazy busy right now, obviously. But if you did have time, what's the kind of what kind of guy do you like then? That's really hard to say because yeah. I feel like he would have to be at kind of you know. I want someone who's athletic, driven okay, in what ambitious. they do. They don't have to be business, you know, okay. uh, run your own business like multimillionaire. Okay. Not, not, nothing like that. When I say right. driven, I'm just thinking like whatever it is that you do, like do it with everything that you have okay. and have like, you know, like goals that I, 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 I don't, I would like for someone who's supportive of okay. what I do and Driven, also ambitious, has and their own thing going on. Okay. Like if that's not makes all sense. up on your business all the time, right? Yeah. There's yeah. obviously the jealousy factor okay. when it comes to relationships that I think everyone experiences, but no understanding why you feel jealous and okay. being able to like nip it in the butt the person like, you're with and that to ultimately the goal is to find a partner for life. I think personally, if you're going to be with someone the, like boy, a boyfriend is a potential husband. Right. So if you um, are with that person, then it's important to, you know, not make up, change your mind about that person because there's someone that you think might be better because the grass isn't always greener on the other side. But I guess uh, to, to be with someone and stick with them regardless of what else you see or, you know, because sometimes those are illusions. And and if for whatever reason you fall out of love with someone or I don't I don't believe in falling out of love. I think once you love someone, if you have enough love and you're cons and you and you and if you want the same things too, like if someone wants some, some partner for life and someone to like, I will never get divorced. And if I get divorced, that will be the last time that I have kids and that I'm married. I'm going to have kids with one person and I'm going to be married one time. And that's it. And if, if I do get divorced, because they're like, wood and all over here. But <laughs> if I do ever get divorced, which I just don't see happening, like if I, I don't know, it happens all the time. So it's kind of scary. But I don't want to get divorced. Like, I don't want to. And I hope that I'm, I'm correct when I pick the person to marry, whoever that is in the future, that feels the same way and is willing to fight for me as much as I'm willing to fight for them. Because especially when you have kids in the mix, I know what that feels like. You know, right. I know what it's like to have your parents be divorced and it sucks and it does change the kid's life. Like it does, it doesn't matter sure. if you have consistency and from both parents like visiting, like if your parents are not together, it's just it different. Right. And then, you know, I just don't want that to happen. I want to have, I need that. I, I need that and I will have it. And until I feel that I am going to be with, until I find someone that's willing to be, you know, as adamant about that as I am, then I'm going I think, to be single. <laughs> I think I know. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, I think I know why she's single. It sounds like, and that's not a bad thing, but I think you may be a little too serious for a college boy. It's like, yeah. in this day and age, right? Yeah, for be sure. Like, like, all I said was hi. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, or, see, like, like, I'm not at all serious. interested in, in like, hooking up with someone uh, yeah, just, just for fun. Casual. Like, I don't need to. I Everyone has needs, and we all want to, like, you know, enjoy ourselves, if you know what I mean. But um, we know what you mean. I don't think that it's not worth it to me for it to be empty it's unfulfilling right. like if i just go like hook up with someone it's not i don't i i don't feel it doesn't feel good yeah. to me to do that and even to watch other people do that right. i don't judge anyone for it sure you know everyone has their learns differently and exists differently but for me personally like either i actually like like you and um i've gotten to know you enough to know that i want to 
do that without to me that's like taking it to the next level like if you're and obviously sometimes that doesn't happen like sometimes you you think that you've gotten to know someone then you both like each other and you hook up and then it doesn't work out and like what can you do you know it you have love is is um isn't logical like love is taking a risk relationships to an extent are taking is like taking risks like you have to you have to try to see if it's going to work and if it doesn't like you can't you can't force it to work you know so i don't know that's what my my sing my uh single is about that i'm working <laughs> Your on single in this life? yeah okay. it's called priority it's it's uh, a <laughs> that's the book you got i'm over on. just <laughs> hooking up for casual sex i want it to last i don't want anything less no it's well, like, that that? Out, like nothing <laughs> that's uh, one of the songs that you're working on right yeah, now? Yeah, it's, okay. it's um, called Priority. Priority, yeah. Okay. I'll play a little bit of it if you want. I don't know All if right. it'll pick it up. <laughs> so what do you have on deck for your future then? Like, you know? Do you see yourself in like three to five years? What's ideal that really, you're aiming for? Um, You know, I want to have mu- music. Like, okay. I want to have music I want to have my music out. Like I want people to hear it and I want people okay. to enjoy it. And I want to know that I know I, the reason I'm so like adamant about, and I'm working so hard towards creating music is because I've thought about like when I'm sitting thinking, I think, you know, I watched a video actually that made me think about this on Facebook or something. Uh, they did a study on people, older, older people on that were in the hospital, maybe like on their deathbeds. And right. what did, they regret and yeah. it's they regretted not things more that they did right? but things that they didn't do right. did you know that yeah it was on facebook huh? and <laughs> that's where he gets all of his info <laughs> <laughs> that's where he gets all of his info. facebook does have a decent it amount does. of information it actually does have a lot of information <laughs> it has that little feed to the right now that gives you like yeah. an update it's basically like the news like right. over on yeah. the corner now you know well, they're getting there they're getting there yeah they're, they're being like cracking the cord you know, a step at a time. Yeah. So, right. They started off with just friends. Now it's friends plus news. News and plus entertainment. Right. Yeah. So you're saying basically you don't want to be regretful. So you just right. want to go for Right. And I know, that you I know 100 percent that if I was on my deathbed and years from now or tomorrow, who didn't knows? Didn't pursue music. And I didn't even try to okay. do music. I don't know. You know. Oh. You know. I don't doubt myself, but we all have our, our moments where we're like, can I really do this? Am I really right. good enough? And I think I sometimes have those moments and, you know, I um, try to be humble about things yeah. and I feel that I it takes a lot to make it in the music industry, for sure. example, depending on which, what your goal is in, with music. For me, it's yeah. just to have music. It's to have what I feel and think in my experiences, yeah. like I mentioned, in a song where I can, you know, accomplished having that mm-hmm. created and done and also to help others who like how I needed certain songs growing up and even today and probably forever will need music to help me through sure. certain moments you know um, so I want to help others and if I can do that I will be a happy girl and so that's yeah so a couple of years from now I'd like that's to have an album good. maybe you sure. know or well let, um, me, let me ask you this then as you've been pursuing your music have there been any other than uh, any like horror stories or things that have discouraged you that you know what I mean I mean yeah there's I mean I would consider going to the studio for 10 hours straight and not coming up with barely anything or not having like at least a rough draft of a full song I had to work really hard to find 
people that were willing to work with me without charging me fifty thousand a hundred thousand dollars that i don't have to be able to help me create music because i can't i realized i can't wear all the hats like the reason i know why this is a sure sm7b and that michael jackson used it in thriller is because i did my research and um, I was looking into creating a home studio for myself. Like right. I got Pro Tools, I got Ableton, I now, got. Now I'm scared you're gonna um, try and steal one of these after no. we're done. <laughs> no. All right. The thing is, I changed my mind a little bit about okay. that because I realized. Changed a little, mind a little I, bit about about, about, about stealing, stealing your mic. Oh, no, okay. about um, <laughs> about being a producer, right. an engineer, a songwriter, a singer, and you know market myself and do all the like run my website do all like try to do everything by myself you you, like you need like with certain things in life you you need to be able to have have, like people to help you you to an extent you know and sometimes you're not as good at everything if you're trying to be really good at at multiple different things you're gonna be okay probably and maybe a little bit better at this one than the other but you're never going to be like truly right. amazing at one thing i feel like if you try to do too many things at once yeah, so my right. goal is to be a singer songwriter first and foremost and try to find people that are good at their craft of making right. instrumentals and of engineering mixing mastering to help me and you know yeah no most people don't do things for free and you get what you pay for half the time but there actually are a lot of yeah. like valerie i did a remix of the song valerie that's on itunes and spotify and the producer that um, worked with me on that, recorded, mixed, mastered, and did multiple sessions with me for it. Was for free. Okay. He did. He shout he did it for me. free because he was my friend and, and he believed in me. me. Heck yeah, Teddy Bomber from Sub Shockers. You can find uh, him on SoundCloud. He has right. a bunch of great music. Now and we have a bunch of people thinking he's gonna do all that for free for the other guys, right? But no, that- <laughs> you know, like, no. I don't know if I was supposed to say that, but it's just. Right. It's the truth, you're, and he, you're grateful and thankful. I'm right? super grateful, right. and like that alone, just having us, yeah. because like I said, coming up with an original song isn't as easy as it sounds. Um, coming up with the instrumental, coming up with right. the structure, the words, whatever, and making it a good song. And I didn't want to. I don't want. I don't want to release something just to say I have something out. I want to release something that I feel is up to par with what I think I can do you know the best that i can do so um i decided to do a remix of valerie because it's a song that i love very much and it has its own story that relates to my life um in a way where it does yeah okay so like the words to that song have a story behind it for me and um so i did that and just by having it out like that people can say can see like this is me singing and this okay. is what i sound like and that's out um, right now yeah okay and, and you said lot, it was on spotify and itunes yes okay it's, and it's like on amazon mp3 and like okay. deezer but the main things were uh spotify and itunes okay. and soundcloud too right. so yeah that helped me just open doors like to show people you're only giving us the good side of things. Like all the good, what about there was no horror story where they're trying to take advantage of you. No, you, no one's ever trying to, trying to, you know, take, trying like, to screw look at you over. These guns. Like, they're scared of that. I don't think they're scared of that. Do you think that? <laughs> they're pretty big. Like, all right, not bad. <laughs> Let me if, say, in comparison, actually, I think they're bigger than yours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't work out. Oh, man, you don't have to say that. <laughs> do a shout out or anything like that. Don't you Don't be afraid to. Um, comment that you want to hang out with me on your real page okay <laughs> she's uh, talking directly okay. to you and i'm like okay <laughs> like, okay that wasn't me though you want I'm to queue up your kidding. song we're gonna I'm end right no no it's episode. okay yeah for what? sure you should follow her this, this is just like up. a rough <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. I'm just joking. No, follow the works there. It'll be good for you. I do a shout out to HP Futsal. All right, shout out to HP Futsal. So we'll end it on this? Yeah, we'll end it on this with their song. This is my producer. Okay, what's the song? Priority. Priority. This is Priority. Get it, guys. On iTunes and Spotify. Thank you for joining us on Urban Pitch Podcast. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.